0: Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of our podcast. Today we are going to talk about fear, (laughs) or rather how not to fear fear. We're also going to talk about how to find direction in life, how to find out what makes us happy and what we desire most in life. And We are also going to talk to God. I hope you enjoy the next minutes together with me and the masters and teachers of the Catholic records. And before I start with the questions and answers, I would like to share something personal about myself. I grew up in a communist country where religion was not part of society, so I'm not indoctrinated by any church terms. However, I very frequently talk about God in my book, and during my coaching sessions with my Akashic Records clients, and also in this podcast, I mention God quite often. However, when I was in my early 20s, I moved to Germany, and I was shocked that so many people there believed in God. I was still convinced back then, that every well-educated person knows that God does not exist, that all of this was like the story about Santa Claus, just some fairy tale, just some story we tell kids. Of course, later when I started working with the Records, my ideas about God changed. And for me now, and for the lack of a better term, God means... The beginning and the end of all. God means all that is, the original source, not some vindictive old chap with a white beard, sitting on a cloud, whom we need to fear. I'm using the word God for a lack of a better word, but feel free to use another word that fits your understanding about God and the universe better, if you have some problems with the word God. I know that many people link the word God with the church and with the church institution. And for many people, the word God brings up a lot of anger and pain. But here I ask that you forget all of that, that you open yourself and think about this energy as the source that birthed us all. The energy that has endless love for us. The energy that always has us in its embrace. So, after having said that, let us directly jump to today's questions and answers. As always, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask through me to the masters and teachers in the Akashic Records, feel free to email them to me and I'm going to ask them for you and share the answer on this podcast. I will ask you not to ask any personal questions because the answers are going to be quite personal as well and I will not be able to share them on this podcast. However, if you really want to ask something personal, you can always schedule a session with me and then I will dedicate an entire hour to you and your questions. But now, Let us jump to the questions for today. What is fear, I asked, and why people fear? Is there something to fear at all? And here is the answer that came from Daikashic Records. You, dear children, see life in a dualistic black and white manner. You realize there is an endless amount of shades of colors between white and black, right? You think you can live either in a state of fear or in a state of joy, but actually it is just the way you choose to describe a given state or a situation. We tell you that the only thing you need to care about is the development of your soul and wondering how to fulfill God's will that day, also known as how to live in the flow of life. This goal can either be described as you should be afraid not to stray away from God's wishes or you can describe it as you should rejoice at the opportunity to merge with God. Both sentences describe the same goal but attach to it a different feeling. And here comes the important part how you feel lays entirely in your hands. Yes, every feeling has a very real and scientifically proven way of affecting your physiology and your actions. But how and what you feel, you can fully control yourself. There are only several situations where your feelings take over you. These are the extreme situations of danger or sorrow, But even then, a trained mind of someone who meditates a lot will still be aware and will not allow emotions to take over his or her feelings. So it is to say that it is within human's abilities to always be of control of your emotions. You ask, should you fear at all? Fear has its purpose, but you don't need to be afraid of fear. You don't need to try to avoid it at all costs. You should rather get to know fear and learn to work with it. Fear is, for example, one way your soul communicates with you and tells you that what you are about to do is not the best idea. Fear is a great motivator. If you are afraid, for example, that your children might starve, you will do everything possible to provide them food. But it seems to us, dear ones, that fear has taken over your life recently in enormous proportions. We ask you to ask yourself, where is this fear coming from? Is it real? Who is leading this fear to you and why? Remember what we said about fear, it is a great motivator. And as such, unlocks great powers within you. And with great power comes great responsibility. Do you like being afraid? Do you like being in a state of fear? Once the fear helped you take a decision, is it worth continuing feeling the fear? We told you how you feel is entirely in your hands. Fear is helpful when applied at the right moment, but if it is a constant companion of yours, it becomes very detrimental to your health and life. A person who is afraid can kill, can steal, and can do very immoral things, selling his or her soul. We ask of you to make a difference between the fear that serves you and the one that does not. We already mentioned that your soul sometimes uses fear to incite you into action. Also, your body triggers fear and adrenaline when, for example, a grizzly bear crosses your path. This is the good fear, the one that is of service to you. This fear is always accompanied with a sudden sense of urgency, inspiration, and ideas for action. For example, if you see the grizzly bear, you will gather all your mental and physical resources and will come up with a plan to save yourself and the people who might be with you. Or if you get worried about your finances, you will get inspired to look for ways to invest or find a new job opportunity. This worry will urge you to take an action to improve your situation. This fear we would call healthy. It comes suddenly and urges you to act. The goal of this fear is to motivate and push you towards a better future for you. This fear you can thank for its service. You can follow through with the actions you thought of and then you can let it go. The fear you need to fear and never allow into your life is the one that paralyzes you. This kind of fear usually is caused by others who would like to trigger your paralyzed reaction so you become weak and cannot act or you act in a way detrimental to you. You see already, this kind of fear has exactly the opposite effect on you. Instead of inspiring you to improve your life, it makes your life worse. If you ever experience such kind of fear, remember that you are always in control of your feelings and actions. Discontinue this fear and your contact with the source that causes you this fear. This source is always external, for your soul will never paralyze you with fear. Your soul wants you to expand and grow. Your soul wants to see you happy and joyful. You might ask how to shift away from fear. Just stop thinking about the things that make you afraid and switch immediately to doing something that brings you joy. So... This was the answer I got to this question. I have to admit, I was surprised that there are, so to say, two kinds of fear. One that inspires us to act and make our life better, and one that paralyzes us and pushes you towards the darkness and taking maybe actions that are detrimental to us. I hope this answer was helpful for you and let us switch to the next question. Many of my clients come to me and ask, what should they do with their lives? These people tell to me that they simply don't know what they like. They don't know what makes them happy. They don't know what they need. And as a consequence of that, of course, they cannot take action in any direction that will bring them to a desired goal, because they don't know what this desired goal should be. So, I asked the masters and teachers in the records, what can they tell us today for this podcast that can be of benefit to all of you, because I'm sure there are some people among the audience who feel the same way, like these clients of mine. And here is the answer that I got from the records. We would like to honor the path of each one soul and to honor its individuality and its diversity. No one is exactly the same as the other and the circumstances of no one are the same as these of another being. But having said that, When we go away from the actual details that led a person to such a situation, the solution is very often very similar. Usually people who don't know what they want and in which direction to go have spent a long time, usually in their childhood or early adulthood up to the 25th life year, thinking about the needs of others. This habit then sticks and stays in your life even after the situation that caused it disappears. Children who grew up in an abusive families or families of alcoholics or addicts learned early on in life that it is for their own good to serve the needs of the others. Imagine an abusive family where everyone in the family is trying to guess the needs and wants of the father so he stays calm. People living in such circumstances learn to put the needs of the abusive person first because, ultimately, this serves them. They will be safe if the abusive person is in a good mood. So you see, everything you do is ultimately for your own good. You do what you do because you love yourself enormously and you want that you're safe and well. Later in life, when the person is free of the abusive relationship and situation, often the habit to scan for the needs of others remains. This habit then is no longer of service to you and can be resolved. We often encourage people to start with baby steps, which will soon become giant leaps. Start by asking yourself three times a day what do I need right now? What would make me happy in this very moment? Feel free to even set up an alarm on your phone. When the alarm rings, think of what you need and what you want right now, and then go and do it. In the beginning, it will be things like, oh, I would really like to take a short break from work, or a cup of tea. Coffee is really something that will make me happy right now. Or I would love to go a friend and chat for a bit. Take a few weeks to exercise and make this a habit. Don't think that it's a nuisance to think about yourself three times a day and ask yourself what would make you happy. The rest of the people ask themselves these questions all day long, all the time. And we ask you to do this Just three times a day. So, when you think about it in comparison, it's not that much of an ask at all, is it? Once you master this skill, you will notice that it translates to bigger decisions in life. Does this job make me happy? Does this house make me happy? What can I do to shift my life towards more joy? Go ahead, dear children. What would make you happy? So this was the answer. I hope it was interesting and helpful to you. And now I have prepared a little bit of a discussion with God himself. I say he and himself, but of course God has no gender, but it's a little bit clumsy to say him, her all the time. so. Of course, know that God has no gender and I'm just using him for simplicity. I ask God, Dear God, what would you like us to know right now? Dear children, I always want you to know one thing and one thing only, that I love you and that I'm always there for you. Do you take a microscope every time you want to breathe in in order to check if there is oxygen in the air you breathe. No, you trust that oxygen is there. Trust so too that I'm there for you, taking care of you, loving you and guiding you. Do you doubt that the Sun will rise again? Do you doubt that That the summer will come? Do you doubt that the ocean water is wet? These are facts of life. I would like you to accept me as a fact of life too, for I am life itself and you are within me and within life. We are one and as such inseparable. The way there cannot be an ocean without water There cannot be life without me. So you see, dear child, I am an omnipresence in your life. Rejoice in this knowledge. Relax and listen to my voice in your life. I love you and will always lead you towards your greater good. Then I decided to ask God some A little bit of a cheeky question, something that was curious to me, and I was curious to see what he has to say. So I asked God, why did you create the archangels? And here is what he answered. I did not create them. Creation cannot be forced or ordered to happen. I invited them. And they created themselves out of me. It was their decision, not mine. Each single one of you has free will. The number of the archangels changes with time because their souls decide to come in and out of existence. Archangel Michael, for example, is a very dedicated one. He wants to be helping you. And will not leave this existence without you under his winged arms. I asked then, what is the difference between you God and the Archangels? I am them and they are I, but they are different expressions of my I am. They are expressions who decided to manifest in order to be seen and recognized and in order to be of service to existence for specific tasks. Can you give them orders? I do not give orders. Each one of you knows what is the right thing to do. This feeling of knowing in you is my will, my invitation, my desire. But it is your decision if you will follow my will or yours. I have no attachment to the choices you make. Your freedom makes me happy. Each higher dimension has control over the dimensions under it. The question is if it wants to exercise this control or not. The lower you go on the levels and dimensions, the more control is exercised. The higher you go, the less control is exercised. You are still living in a dimension that wants to exercise control, and it is okay for it to be so, for this is what you want to experience. But know that it does not have to be so. The higher you go on the dimensions, the less you will need or want to exercise control over those around you, above you, or below you. For you will not need control in order to have what you want and to feel fulfilled. And ultimately, when you join back with me, you will be in full control of all because you'll be one with me. These were the questions and the answers I wanted to share with you today. I hope they were interesting for you and that they broadened your understanding of the Akashic Records and of the topics we discussed. If you have any questions that you would like me to ask to Akashic Records, feel free to send them to me via email. I will be happy to answer them and share them with you in the next episode of the podcast. I wish you well and a beautiful week. See you next time.